Oh, good evening, Patriots. And good evening to the ones that came over from Adel 412. Thank you, my friend. Thank you to all the We The People Insider over here on DLive. Thank you all that are on platforms such as Twitch, DLive, Periscope, and of course, Pill. I have a show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and I cannot wait to get into it. Good evening, everybody. This is Scott, your host and creator of the channel Woke Societies. Great to have you all in here today. And uh, holy crap. What a day. What a day of news, ladies and gentlemen. I can't tell you. Today was overwhelming to put the show together, to say the least. And yes, welcome to the show, my mods. Thank you so much. You guys are fantastic. Thank you all for being in here. We're going to have a great time tonight. And uh, we're going to be dr- we're gonna be covering bombs, ladies and gentlemen. H- big bombs. I can't even tell you. Oh, my goodness. So much news. So let's just give everybody just a minute to come in here. I told you we're going to get the Christmas vibes going on tonight and for the rest of the month. It's going to be an awesome time. And here we are. So let's do it, shall we? Oh, yes. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I love I love music. If I could just produce someday, I feel like I would just I would love to just produce music and who knows, maybe one day. But this is what I'm doing right now. Oh, my goodness gracious. Guys, I can't tell you how uh, I was stressing out. There was I was getting overloaded with uh, completely overloaded with information to the point where I didn't even know if I was going to be able to put the show together um, and get it done under two hours. But we did. We're here. And uh, I can tell you, we are truly in an information war and an information battle. There's uh, what are we going to be covering tonight? What am I talking about? What's this battle? What's this war that I'm talking about? Well, news is breaking that China has humongous financial ties to Dominion to the point where they might actually own them. We're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to see the video that Ron Codemonkey dropped late last night showing Dominion, a Dominion employee using USB sticks, swapping out information. It's, it's insane. It's so damning. We got that lined up. We have the hearing from Michigan today, which was all kinds of fire, all kinds of fire. There were Dems on the panel, so they were playing their games with these people and people were not having it. And I got some videos for you guys. I'm going to play a video that from the uh, actual the whistleblower that was on Red Pill show. I'm going to I'm going to feature her entire video because it's 10 minutes. It's worth the watch. We're going to get into that. Some other witnesses that testified. And of course, everyone's wondering what the hell is going on with AG Barr. But I don't think it's anything to panic about. Any reason to freak out yet? And uh, yeah, so we're going to get into all that stuff, ladies and gentlemen, and to end the show because James O'Keefe is going to be dropping bombs at seven o'clock Eastern tonight because apparently he has an insider that was give that gave James O'Keefe access to all of CNN's morning meetings uh, via telephone, and they've all been recorded, and he's going to be slowly leaking those out the entire week. So I have my brother watching that. So at the end of the show, we're gonna I'm gonna I don't know what's going to be coming out. I'm going to go find those clips. As they come out, we're going to end the show with that. So I told you guys, we have a packed show. It's probably going to go over an hour and a half, and uh, we'll see where we end up. But I'm telling you, there is a lot of stuff that we got to look into. 
So thank you guys for joining today. Remember, on DLive, you guys can donate the lemons, the ice cream, the diamonds, the ninja ginis. You guys can also subscribe to the channel. Give the, the channel monthly uh, lemons, which is a huge help to this uh, to this channel. Out there on Twitch land, you can donate to the PayPal or Cash App, whatever you guys want to do. Um, Pilled, you guys have the Power Chat option to donate right to the channel. And that also, some funds go back to their platform. Again, it's sensor-free platform, which is has been absolutely amazing. And as far as lag, they don't lag whatsoever. So we got plenty to go over. So let's get into the uh, the media blitz here, just to get some of the things off the top of the list that I have. And uh, just real quick here from the Daily Wire, Greta Thunberg on Black Friday says, don't buy stuff you don't need. Apparently we're still taking orders from a, what, 15, 16 year old girl. I don't know why. I mean, I, I've done digs and I've done digs into Greta Thunberg uh, months ago into who her parents were, what she's associated with, how the uh, my home is on fire theme with the whole entire rainforest being burned. It's all horse shit. It's all Green New Deal garbage. Um, but outlets still feel the need to uh, to put her on the front of uh, magazine covers and news articles. So just to let you guys know, if you guys aren't listening to your own selves, because we're all adults here, right? Greta Thunberg said, don't buy stuff you don't need. Well, shit. That's the best advice I've ever gotten in my entire life. (laughs) You guys will love this one. Also from the Daily Caller. Oh, this one's sweet. You guys are going to love this. BLM's national arm gave little to local chapters while reaping millions local BLM chapters allege in statement. Oh, so the Black Lives Matter movement is is screwing over their own local chapter. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great. The 10 local Black Lives Media chapters accused the movement's national arm, BLM Global Network, of providing no acceptable financial transparency. Wow, really? Surrounding the unknown millions of dollars it has received since 2013. Most chapters have received little to no financial support from BLMGN. Since the launch in 2013, the local chapter said in a statement Monday, multiple founders of the BLM Global Network have said the local BLM chapters are the ones responsible for carrying out the work of the movement. And the Daily Caller News Foundation reported in June that BLM Global Network spent $4.5 million on consultants, travel, and compensation for its staff, a.k.a. rioters. There it is. Travel, compensation, all for their quote-unquote staff from July 2017 through June 2019, while at the same time providing only $328,000 to outside groups such as its local chapters. Wow. Wouldn't you look at that? Just look at that, guys. BLM is all about Black Lives Matter and the African-American community, but apparently they're not. They're just like everyone else that's got greedy hands and screwing over their own people. And so many of, when I was on social media, I've been completely uh, almost ripped off of the big tech platforms. When I had Facebook, a lot of my high school friends, a lot of friends that I had in the past were oh so quick to to post that they were, look at me, look at me. I donated to BLM because I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. And did that any, how, I wonder how much of that money actually went to Black Lives Matter, the actual um, inspired change for social justice. It just makes me laugh, guys, and it makes me so happy to see what we already knew was a corrupt organization eat its own, and that's exactly what we're witnessing right here. That's exactly what we're witnessing right here. It's amazing. It's amazing. 
So that was fun. <clears throat> that was fun. And this one too. CNN exclusive. This is information that we have all known for since COVID started, ladies and gentlemen. But apparently CNN just realized that China underreported COVID-19 numbers, took weeks to diagnose new cases, and didn't disclose a December flu spike in Hubei. Isn't that funny? Donald Trump was called xenophobic. His followers, we were all called racists. And CNN, just like the vaccine companies, when the news from the mainstream media started to circulate that Trump was not going to win, he was on his way out. All of a sudden, all the vaccines come out that Trump was working his ass off to get out to people. Oh, and on top of it, on top of it, the mainstream media starts to refocus itself and they start, CNN starts blaming China for something that Trump was saying was going on for a very long time. And here we are. Isn't that funny how that changes just so quickly? So that came out also today. Just absolutely unbelievable. So again, guys, we told you this is the media blitz. We're just we're flying through articles here. Then we're going to get into the main stuff as more people come into the show. And we're already crushing it as far as numbers. We're already at 2,500 on DLive. We're going to hit 3,000, maybe 4,000 viewers tonight. And this channel, ladies and gentlemen, I just got to say, it's growing quickly. It's getting back to the numbers where they were. And in a few months, it's going to be like we never were on YouTube. We never even needed YouTube. So that's that. This story here from the Arizona hearing yesterday. This guy, I'm going to show you what his one of his uh, a minute clip from his testimony. Had a bombshell testimony. And just like Mastriano out in Pennsylvania, the moment he spoke and testified, Twitter deleted his account. And look, another one, Bobby Pitton here, gave his scathing testimony and Twitter just decided to nuke his account as well. This is the uh, just a quick minute of what he spoke about and you can tell how fired up he is watch this if you could just tell us in your um in the simplest way possible as an expert what is your opinion as to the validity of the numbers that were certified today by the secretary of state and the governor about this election if i was an executive at a publicly traded company I would never sign that because I risk jail time and having all my money taken from me in lawsuits. So to answer your question, I would never, ever have certified. I'd rather resign than have certified those results. Boom. Okay. I like that. So your, your professional opinion is that the numbers are fraudulent. I believe they're fraudulent based on the data. And my sister asked me a simple question this morning. She goes, how sure are you? And my sister's a pretty stubborn person like me. And I said, I'd be willing to put my life on it. I'm that sure about the analysis, assuming that the data that I got from the state and everything else was accurate. So, you know, if you give me all inaccurate data from everywhere, then, you know, that's my only caveat. That's my only caveat. But that guy, he went in and he absolutely destroyed um, all this false propaganda about all these machines and the voting and the fraud, everything. Everything, guys, the, these public hearings are doing the damage. When Trump, when the Trump legal team announced that they were going to be doing a tour like this, doing public hearings to the legislators to give to tell them to literally take the power back and do what's in the Constitution and do put your careers aside and just go and do the right thing. And that's exactly what we're seeing here. And what you guys are going to see with the Michigan, with that one, Michigan, Michigan is corrupt up and down. You're going to got you guys are going to see that the panel going on that was there. 
they half of them didn't even look like they wanted to be there. And that there was two Democrats on there. And all they were doing is just saying, where's the fraud? Where's the fraud? Literally in these people's faces while they're describing their affidavits that they took under oath. And you can tell the anger. It was so apparent. And the people were giving attitude right back to these people. And it was glorious. I have it all lined up for you. All lined up. But to get back to this man here, Bobby Pitton, Twitter suspends his account um, after he gave his scathing testimony. And it says, Big Tech Tyranny, uh, this was noqreport.com. Uh, Big Tech Tyranny is alive and well in Twitterville as they have suspended Bobby Pitton, a pivotal witness in today's voter fraud hearing before the Arizona state legislator. His searing testimony pointed out blatant voter fraud through in- intraconvertible evidence at one point claiming he'd stake his life on the factual nature of his testimony. And you guys just heard him say it himself. That is not a lie. That was on video and you guys just saw it. So this is what we're dealing with here. These public hearings have been damning. They've been doing damage, even with the mainstream media. They're just ignoring these hearings all all together. And again, I'm going to shout them out. Right side broadcasting. Go on YouTube right now, ladies and gentlemen, and subscribe to them. They're one of the few outlets that have been going to these states, watching every hearing. The Arizona hearing was over seven hours yesterday. And the one in Michigan today was run a little Nazi-like because the uh, the chairman was literally giving people three minutes to talk, and then a nuclear uh, a nuclear warhead sound would come on, which was absolutely ridiculous. And um, he would just stop people. Three minutes is nothing, literally nothing. And I, for some people, they need to spit it out. But some people were on point, and you're gonna again, you guys are gonna see it today. Um, I really believe Michigan, the entire state, both sides are corrupt. Both sides are a part of this. And I watched about five hours of it today. It's absolutely crazy. So one last thing before we jump into the main show of the night. What, meanwhile, Doug Ducey out, out in Georgia, or no, out in uh, Arizona, excuse me. While this hearing was going on with all these witnesses, these experts coming in, talking about what they know, the statisticians, the, uh, the computer scientists, Doug Ducey is literally signing the certification of the votes for Arizona. And I want to show you guys this, this video. This is, uh, this was back. You'll get back to you back in July. Governor Ducey said he changed his white house ringtone to hail to the chief. So he would know when Trump was calling him. So he wouldn't miss a call from Trump or Pence. So guess who called while Ducey was certifying Arizona's election. Seven seconds in, you're going to see him pick up the phone and put it back down quickly and then sign the certification. Watch this. Puts it right back down and signs it. Anyone out there in Georgia, if I if this was my governor, my governor's shithead anyways. It's 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 Cuomo. He literally picks up the phone and immediately puts it to the side. You can hear you can hear the music uh, subtly, but it's you can hear it. He gets a phone call from Trump. It was either Trump or Pence calling him. He puts the phone down and signs it anyways. <laughs> yes, I'm seeing people in the chat. Doug Douchey. Doug Douchey. Absolutely. This piece of shit is so wrapped up in all this, man. Oh, my goodness. It would fire me up if I was in Georgia. I'd want to. Oh. Crazy. 
But this is the anger. This is the righteous anger we're going to be seeing today with what happened now in Michigan. And we covered, we got it all here, guys. We got it all covered. Prepare tonight, ladies and gentlemen, to watch a lot of booms, lots of video. And uh, your mind's going to be blown. If you didn't, if you were just, if you guys were working today, sit back and just enjoy the news of the day because there's so much and we have to go over it all because it was all noteworthy. So as I always like to do, this isn't a funny video, but this is a video that is, uh, gives a little bit more insight into Trump and uh, what he will do to his enemies who are not loyal to him. And then I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Here we go. You see, I'm so loyal to people. Maybe I'm loyal to a fault, but I'm so loyal to people that when somebody's slightly disloyal to me, I look upon it as a great act of horror. And how are you different than you were three or four years ago? Well, I used to say, and in fact, I think I said in my first book that, and maybe this was foolish, but I, I really meant it, that someday I'd like to maybe lose everything for a period of time to see who's loyal and who's not loyal. And I frankly, I found out a lot of things. Did you find out who's loyal and not loyal? I tell you what, and you can't guess it. You can't predict it. You think certain people would be loyal no matter what. And it turns out that they're not. And you just you just can't predict it. It's very difficult. And that would I think have been I would have treated people differently. I think that, you know, some of the people that were most loyal to me are people that I didn't think would be. Some of the people that were least loyal to me are people uh, that you got I it. think I would have treated them differently. I think I would have treated different groups differently. I would have wiped the floor with the guys that weren't loyal, which I will now do, which is great. You know, I love getting even with people, but I will. I slow will up. Wipe. You love getting even. Oh, absolutely. You don't believe you don't believe in the eye for the eye. You do. <laughs> no. I know you well enough. I think you do. <laughs> but anyway, but. But they, tell me, I mean, you, you're going to get even with some people. Because yeah, I know, if given the opportunity, if given the opportunity, I will get even with some people that are disloyal to me. Come on, Governor. Even though you didn't endorse me. He's not forgotten. I never forget. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize not everything is real Through projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. All right. <clears throat> Wasn't that a great video? That was a younger down there talking about people who are not loyal to him. I can tell you that he will destroy you if you if you mess with if you fuck with the ball. Telling you guys, it's gonna be great. These coming weeks are gonna be absolutely insane. And uh, strap in, strap in is all I can say. It's gonna be great. So. Thank you all for joining so far. We're at 3,000 on DLive and almost 300 on Twitch. I don't know where we are on Periscope. I'll check Pilled in a little bit, and uh, it's going to be good stuff. It's going to be really good stuff. So this is where I want to start off today. 
I was I stay up all night, ladies and gentlemen, because it seemed there's a lot of activity at night, especially with Lynn Wood with Sydney Powell. They do a lot of tweeting. Um, Ron uh, Ron Code Monkey, the former admin of Acun, the former admin of Acun was up last night saying saying these tweets. He was saying having tech difficulties uploading this video. He was telling everybody they had this huge video that was coming out. Um, and we're all waiting to see what happens. He says, hold on, we'll put on an external site. Going to share the video of Neon, that's Neon Revolt over at Gab. Just in case my Twitter gets taken down for posting it, it's going to be big. Not sure why Twitter won't allow me to post the video. It's being uploaded to YouTube right now, so please wait for another five minutes. And he says, be ready to immediately back up and spread these two videos. So when I hear that from Ron, and Ron's been nothing but credible And he is a true American patriot that is all about protecting the Constitution and free speech. Amazing person. And on top of it, he's super, super smart. Big into uh, computers, tech stuff, um, computer defense systems. He is all about it. The dude could probably get a job with the government easily. So he puts these tweets out, right? And I'm wondering, what the hell is these videos coming out? So this is the video that came out. And it's, it's the first one was about six seconds long. It shows the uh, the Dominion employee's badge, and you can kind of read out his name. Uh, his name was discovered, and it's out there on Twitter. I'm not putting it on this show because I don't want to get in any kind of trouble as far as doxing people, but um, it's out there. The sleuths on Acun were able to find out in probably less than 20 minutes who this employee was, and what was this employee doing? Well, this is the video here. Watch as this Dominion Voting Systems rep engages in extremely shady behavior with a USB card and a laptop. It's being called a smoking gun by Code Monkey, and we're going to get into Code Monkey's tweets describing exactly what he's doing. At a minimum, this is a this is a d- disturbing stuff. This is not how election data security works. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is pretty bad. Thank you for the idea. Brilliantly so there is the quick zoom in video of the uh, guy's badge down here is a dominion logo this was all verified uh as of last night so i know it's legit but this is uh this is his uh dominion badge here Thank <laughs> you. 
He just pulled the USB out of the laptop. What are you doing? So what do you do with the stick? <laughs> 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 derp, derp, derp. <laughs> You're doing the sound of it. Oh. It's just what he looks like. <laughs> Took a notepad. And he's gone. Walked right out of the room. Now... When this was coming out, a lot of people were saying, well, what the hell is that? How do you know if he's doing anything fraudulent, anything illegal? Ron Codemonkey here has gone through the Dominion uh, manuals, every single letter, and pretty much lays out exactly why what he was doing was illegal. And this guy, he looks like he's probably young 20s. Probably, probably a soy boy. Wouldn't surprise me. You can just tell by his face. I know everyone in the chat was saying waddle, waddle, quack, quack. But yes, that was the video. And this is Ron's reaction to it, saying exactly why this is what is this chain of custody, what he was doing was completely illegal and fraudulent. Watch a Dominion representative at Gwinnett County Election Center responsible for tabulating ballots and certifying results. He was in charge of this. He downloads the data to a USB from the election management server, plugs it into a laptop, manipulates the data, then palms the USB. He downloads data from the election management server onto the USB, inserts it to the external laptop, manipulates the ballot scans in the file explorer, ejects the USB, palms it, distracts the people nearby, then suspiciously walks out of the room. And this was a close-up of the Dominion Rep's badge with the Dominion logo on the bottom right, and his official title is county technician and this has been this has been verified and this is some pictures here of him taking the usb out in his hand and it's here in his hand as well transferring data and information it's unbelievable and this is what we're seeing here so ron continues to say now that we know dominion staff are manipulating the vote tabulation with an insecure usb chain of command Maybe we should look closely at the staff in all Dominion Central Counting Centers, including Maricopa County. And that's exactly what I believe he is diving into right now. But it's just really, really scary when you see this stuff, when you see this stuff on, on, the, uh, on camera. And if you guys in Twitch, let me know. Put, put the name of the, of the troll in the chat for me, and uh, I, will, I will block him from the stream. Just, put, just spam his name in the Twitch chat, and I'll block him for you because it's hard to tell which one is which right now. So there, if, you, if you Google this, you can actually see, and this is a, a shout-out to uh, some bitch I know who she goes uh, on as the name is L on Twitter. She does, I believe she just did some Google searching or some Internet sleuthing here. And um, let me see here. Oh, this is, this is it. Okay, I got you. Hold on a second. And you're gone. All right, guys, the uh, troll in the Twitch chat is gone. So this is what she pulled up here. And you can see pictures of the man here, of not the man, the boy here, um, in some of these election 2020 Georgia voting voting pictures. So, and there he is. You can clearly see um, him right here. And he's either helping, teaching, who the hell knows. But he's clearly involved in a lot of what's going on here. And this was a close-up again of someone plugging in a USB and taking it back out to another laptop. So this is, uh, this is what we are seeing here. And from everything that we're seeing from Ron and CodeMonkey, 
saying this is again a smoking gun. You, this is completely breaking the chain of command all the way, and they're editing. There is no reason why you would take a USB from from one computer to a laptop. These aren't supposed to be connected to anything, especially the internet. And we're going to get into testimonies about a super router, a high speed router that was found out in Michigan as well. So. This is how my story, this is because I stay up all night. This is how my day started at 12 midnight when this was all breaking news. This was all at, this was at 12.36 in the morning. This video comes out and it was spreading like wildfire. I don't know if it made it to Sydney Powell's team. No idea, but either way, it was great to see this coming out. So let's transition here to what happened out in Michigan. We're going we're gonna to watch some videos here of people giving testimony and they were absolutely on fire. And uh, you could tell on the panel, the people that cared and the people who just wanted to brush these testimonies under the rug. You could clearly tell watching the, watching the entire thing. And it's funny because outside, you guys are going to see here, outside the window right behind the panel is a bunch of Trump supporters with signs, flags. Um, they were even told at one point um, by the chairman that they needed to stop or they were going to completely cancel the hearing because they were so loud. And there was clearly a bunch of Trump supporters in the room because almost after every witness went, people were clapping and cheering and the uh, chairman and the board were just not having it. They're getting really, really upset. So this is, uh, this is what we're dealing with here. So this is one of the uh, testimonies and what you're going to see here, you guys are going to see a lot of tension. Now, these two over here, there was a few on the left side of this panel that were clearly wanting to see what was going on. They were clearly wanting to get involved, ask questions. And you guys are going to see here, this interaction is with one of the Democrats on the panels asking stupid questions about where's the fraud. Watch this guy own her right out the gate. What, was there a question? How can you validate? Yes, there was a question, Mr. Yarnick. Yard- how can you validate fraud coming out of the city of Detroit when the numbers from the 2016 election are not that much different from the numbers from the 2020 election? You had 234,000 votes, 800 votes coming out of Detroit in 2016, with Trump receiving 7,600 of those votes, and 5,000 more in 2020 for Trump in this, pre- this 2020 election. So where's the fraud? Yeah, super. Um, I can't speak to the numbers of 2016 or now or total votes, but your question is, how can we verify fraud and validate fraud? Over 229 deceased people voting, that, that's fraud. That's not my definition of fraud. That's just the generally accepted definition of fraud. And 2,660 vacant addresses of burnt down lots and these these people voted the dead people voted that that's fraud that's how i validate the fraud as and my personal experience on november 4th being there watching ballots come in that aren't in the qualified voter file they're not on on the the written log and yet they're still counting those and and you'll hear from other people say hey uh we all we want to do it's so easy to challenge a ballot you just go like this you type in the computer that one of the poll watchers challenged it. it takes three seconds it doesn't slow the process down and they pretty much refuse to do that and i i struggled to get to and i said to our attorney tim tim griffin i said tim they won't let us challenge anything he goes chris you got to get at least something in the poll book that you challenged it and i said i'll push it until i get arrested well lo and behold i didn't get arrested they didn't put cuffs on me but i was pulled out of there for about 20 minutes by three 
police officers. It, it was rough. It was a really hostile environment. And I know you guys aren't judges or legislators. So I just want to be transparent in a- answering your question. What we all witnessed there on election day and the day after matches the research of the 30,000 records we just went through very clearly. Very clearly. And he says dead people burn down lots with uh, addresses, people that don't obviously live there. There's just, they're empty lots. Some of them are burned down homes and votes were coming from these places. That is what you would call fraud. A general agreement between any normal logical human beings that have a brain, you would call that fraud. And that bitch right there that was, that you kind of saw with the mask on the entire time, she was the one causing most of the problems and the attitude towards all these witnesses. A lot of she was doing is dismissing, saying this really isn't fraud. And there was another gentleman to her, to her uh, left, who's also another Democrat, who loved to give attitude to the witness as well, almost disparaging them as if these people weren't disparaged enough. And the common theme here with a lot of these witnesses, as you're going to see here, and uh, another point I'll make too later on, um, was there was nothing but harassment the the use of covid as a way of treating these people like complete garbage talking about republican poll watchers and challengers the ones that are supposed to go to the tables and and make sure that everything is going evenly and correctly and lawfully for both sides for republican and democrat covid was used multiple times even if the mask went down a little bit on their nose there some of them were called bioterrorists some of them were saying you're going to kill people you're murderers These are the things, the types of tactics, and even some of them said there was professional agitators to where they would get enough people in the room hyped up and to almost corner Republican Republican poll watchers, and then these people would just disappear and let the mob take them out. And and one of the testimonies you're going to hear is that when they were training these employees um, pre-election, they were saying if anyone challenges you over anything, the first thing you do is call the police. That was their training, and that was that was in a testimony today. So this is a lot of the common theme here, and I got to tell you, there was a Spanish woman that went, heavy, thick accent, and there was a Japanese woman. I don't know if she was Japanese, Chinese. I'm not sure what she was. She also had a thick accent, and I got to tell you guys before we get into the rest of the videos, these two people both said they came over from their countries because they they knew their own countries were corrupt, They saw a lot of the same things that were happening in their countries that we're seeing today. And they said the reason why they moved their families over here is because they considered America an honest, open, free society that that was better than this. And so and these two women both said they love this country. That's why they moved here. That's why they became citizens. And what they saw happening with their own in their own precincts and their own local communities was disappointing to them. Because they came over here expecting something, expecting something better than where they came from, but they were seeing what they were seeing in these third world countries happen right here. It just, it really, it's, it was such a great perspective to see from somebody who didn't, wasn't raised here in this country. They moved here, they became citizens through the legal, through the legal channels, and they literally were just saying, "We love this country. We wanted to be part of the process for the first time because." We just wanted to experience it. And they both said they were extremely disappointed with how it went. And it was completely fraudulent and was set up to be that way. Both of them. So it was just great to see that. Really great to see other people that come from this other countries and just say how, how thankful they are. How awesome this country is. It was great. So the, uh, the fake news is still pushing 
and Dominion still pushing that none of these machines were ever connected to the internet. None of them. And it's been, it's, it's been kiboshed in every hearing so far. And here we are again in Michigan. And this story was insane. This guy's name was Randy Bishop. He actually runs a radio station, a local radio station out in Michigan where he lives and he's been doing it forever. He's very connected with the community. Um, and he even went and wanted to do poll watching because he felt like nothing, it was going to be fraudulent as well. Listen to his story about how somebody tipped him off about a high-speed commercial router in this in this gigantic counting counting uh, counting facility in Michigan. Listen to what he had to say about what he found. Beck approached me and said, "You need to come see this. I own a radio station. I'm very familiar with the internet, Ethernet cables, routers, and modems. Every single tabulator." in that long table was connected to a computer. That computer was connected to the internet via ethernet cables. We tracked it down. Long extensions of ethernet cables was piled up to hide what we got down on our knees and found, which was a high-speed commercial router. (laughs) We saw it with our own eyes. Many people can verify this. Patrick Kobeck went to Christopher Thomas and a Mr. Nathan and a Mr. Baxter, election officials in Detroit. We asked them as I was witnessing the conversation, are those connected to the internet? No, you have to trust us. I'm willing to take a lie detector test. I know Mr. Kobeck will and many others that you've heard from today My question to you, will Chris Thomas, Mr. Nathan, and Mr. Baxter do the same? We want a full forensic audit in Wayne, Macomb, Oakland, Kent County, and Antrim County before you guys, before, before you guys, before you guys can certify this election because it has not been truly certified based on the fraudulent activities that took place in this state. And before you vote, I wish somebody would reach out to leadership and tell them to please stop saying we haven't seen any evidence to overturn the election yet. We have. Please, please do not send any electors to the Electoral College on December 14th until those full forensic accountings are done in Wayne, Macomb, Oakland, Kent, and Antrim counties. Thank you. And that's what most of the witnesses were calling for at the end of their testimony because these panelists were all saying, well, what would you do to have us go move forward um, that would satisfy everybody? And almost all of them said, we want a forensic analysis of the voting machines themselves. And again, he said he followed these Ethernet cables that were all connected to machines. And they hid this high-speed router that he had to get down on his knees with his buddy that tipped him off to this, had to get down on his knees and find underneath a pile of Ethernet cables this high-speed commercial router. Why would you have a high-speed commercial router in a voting center that is supposedly none of these machines are connected to the Internet? Zero, right? And there was even another testimony where they're talking about the admin logins in this particular um, area where all these counting machines are lined up on each of the tables or on the machines themselves was literally the admin username and password on a note, a sticky note on the machines or the tables right by the machines were literally 
anybody could walk by these machines, log in and do whatever the hell they want to do. And that was from another witness testimony that I saw today. The ones I'm showing you, ladies and gentlemen, the ones that I found um, most notable as far as as far as content. Now, this next one, this next one is fiery. Her name is Leticia. As this was going on, Right Side Broadcasting was giving updates because they did these in sections. They would do probably about an hour. The panel would take a five-minute break. They'd do the second um, round of witnesses and then the third. This clip I'm about to show you now was the beginning of the second round. And the guy from RSBN Network was saying, listen, this one's going to be good. She's been fired up since she got here. She's an African-American woman that's been saying, oh, no, you're not going to take my voice away. And she goes after everybody including the woman, the woman that I said that was being the, being the, uh, throwing in monkey wrench into these hearings, the Democrat, she literally said, because one of the witnesses brought up saying, when we walked in the count, these counting rooms and in the, uh, in, into the poll watching rooms in general, there was black lives matter mask everywhere. And people were pissed off about that because a woman that wore, wore uh, Jesus saves or Jesus Christ saves shirt, She was actually kicked out for, um, for dress code protocol, but BLM was totally fine. Totally fine. And this woman here, this, this Democrat, was defending that BLM masks should be fine. They should be fine. And this woman here, Leticia, rips her apart. Strap in here, guys. This is over five minutes long, but I get this is, this is straight fire. It's really good. This is when Leticia walked up and just owned the entire committee. Watch this. Shock. Welcome to the Senate Oversight Committee. You have three minutes. Thank you, committee. I am so happy to be here. Let me put my hat back on because this is my prize right here. This is the winner who won the election before it was cheated, before it was fraudulently cheated. It was cold and calculated fraud. And um, uh, as a sidebar for Senator um, Santana, if Black Lives Matter, why did you skip me? Well, um, anyway, let me get on. Um, Senator McBroom, sir, when I first saw your name, two things instantly came to my mind. One, will you sweep my testimony under the rug like the other people have done, such as Dana Nessel, who's in the fraud check, Governor Whitmer, fraud check, and all of the above check? Or will you sweep me off my feet by taking my testimony as facts rather than fiction? My name is Artesia Bomber. I am an adult citizen, resident state of Michigan, also a registered voter. I was trained and credentialed to be a poll challenger for the November 2020 general election. I witnessed many election irregularities and violations of Michigan election law, and I hope that my statement is taken seriously. I am sharing this information under the penalty of perjury that if I testify, I can be locked up if I'm telling a lie which I am not. On November the 3rd, 2020, between 9.30 and 10 p.m., I reported to TCF Center. I was assigned to two separate tables, Absentee Voting County Board, 123 and 120. I immediately noticed things were not normal. Election workers were allowed to wear Biden t-shirts, blue face masks, the ones I recognized on Gretchen Whitmer's face in some of her interviews on Charlie Langston's show. I also saw poll workers wearing Black Lives Matter, oh, Black Lives Matter face masks, which is a political movement. Joe Biden is moving to defund the police. Thank you very much. Yes. I am not passing judgment on this because I am a proud black woman from the city of Detroit. Welcome, my sister from the D. 
Please uh, direct your comments to the chairman. I know this because I've been strictly told not to wear anything of partisan related to my candidates for office. So election supervisors seem to be implementing a double standard. Election workers had jackets, backpacks, purses, etc. on the tables and on the floors. There was no system to check your personal effects. Some people even had coolers for food with them. I don't know what was in them. It could have been ballots for all I know. I observed an election worker pull out a ballot from an envelope where the circle was completed next to the name Donald J. Trump. I saw this with my own eyes, all this that I'm saying to you today. I can see this because the marking was at the very top left corner of the ballot. Instead of processing the ballot, I saw the election worker push the ballot back in the envelope and put it in there in a black container on top of the table. I witnessed a meeting between election workers, team leads, where they gathered together and spoke at meetings that was in the left far hand side of the wall. The meeting ended in cheers. Woo! They were just super excited. At approximately 11.43 p.m., I heard one of the team leads yell, this is our house tonight, and further yell, they gonna do what we tell them to do from here on out. I Just took that as they're minute. saying, this is the, the Democrats' um, house tonight, and the Republicans, independent, or whoever, is gonna do what we say tonight. And might I add, I was a U.S. Taxpayer Party of Michigan candidate at that time, sir. I observed stations where election workers were working on scanned ballots that had issues that needed to be manually corrected. I believe some of these workers were changing votes that had been cast for Donald Trump other than Republican candidates. I observed ballots with cursive writing notes at the top right-hand corner. I observed a lot of them. Let's say a count, maybe about a hundred of them or more. I also um, observed these ballots did not have ballot codes on them. The one you know you tear at the top, no ballot code numbers. At approximately 4.03 a.m., a poll worker announced, 50 boxes of ballots coming in. Election workers loudly cheer, woo! Why? Did they know that they were for Biden? Was it a Biden dump? We don't know, huh? About 4.50 a.m., I witnessed a man spraying a chemical inside the ballot. It could have been air, but I also saw him put whiteout tape up inside of there, and he was walking around with this whiteout tape during the whole night. I have witnesses. If you need to call on them, their name is Cheryl Constantino, Linda Sawyer, Judy Jump, Debbie Swalf, and Marlene Benser, including myself, Articia Bomber. I can't get all into this Thank because you. I probably got a few more seconds, but let me tell you, it was voter fraud at its finest, pure and cal calculated fraud, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if people up here was involved, but this young man right here, Senator McDaniel, Donald, I got to give you kudos. I, I see you're interested in this, and Senator Thies, I have to give you kudos because I see you're really paying attention. I wish Senator Lucido was here because I say he's paying attention, and now I think you will pay attention, and I plead the blood of Jesus over this fraud and that everybody that was part of it and know about will be convicted and they sold and they spirit they won't sleep they won't thank eat you, until they come right thank you jesus amen thank you <laughs> questions from any Sen questions questions from senator santana always please thank you chairman you're welcome. and thank you miss bomber for oh, you're your welcome. testimony this is the woman that's been a absolute just disgusting person this entire this entire hearing this is this and she takes a shot at her watch this mm -hmm. um you mentioned in your statements that you were also a candidate for the u.s 13th congressional district at the time that you were a challenger um do you realize that you cannot do both of those acts at the same time well that's a double standard because y'all committed fraud and y'all weren't supposed to do that at the same time as well <laughs> next i still witnessed it my eyes still witnessed it any other questions <laughs> any other members questions? Senator Tice? I just want to make sure we get a copy of your testimony. Sure, but it won't get be done today because I'm going to amend it. So if you guys have anything with the word Articia Bomber on it, dispose of it because it will be amended and that will be withdrawn. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. You're done? Thank you. You all have a wonderful day. And you all who involved will not rest.
Yes. Yes. How good was that? How good was that? She tears into them. And of course, she, that, that woman's got something snotty to say. Oh, you weren't supposed. If you were running for something, you shouldn't have been. Count. And she's she always had something to say. Always had something. Not she didn't talk about. She didn't ask about any of the things that she just said. But she wanted to focus on this woman uh, do, running for something while being a poll worker at the same time. That's technically illegal. And she said, technically, what I saw in my eyes is also fraud. So where's the double standard? She absolutely owns them. Absolutely. And it was so good to see this. And it was. I just. I'm like, how the hell? <laughs> you can see the panel. They're all just sitting there, like. If we ask this woman a question, she's probably going to rip us a new one. <laughs> but she was amazing. She was straight to the point. I mean, you can't get much better than that. You really can't. And um, it was just really great to see these people. And she called them all out. She said, I wouldn't be surprised if any, all, any of you were involved with all this fraud going on as well. Because you could tell the environment, the, the chairman, he's like, he's sitting around like this. He's literally like this while he's listening to people. Like he's annoyed that he's even being there. And these people here, you're going to see in the moment, these three people here are the only ones that seemed like they wanted to actually get down to the bottom of things and really get into it. And she calls them out on it, calls them out. So this next video, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play here. This one's 10 minutes long, and I never do this on the show unless I really think um, it's really worth watching. This was Melissa Carone, and she she was the whistleblower that went on Red Pill Show, also the same one that um, Tucker Carlson's uh, pr- producers canceled on last minute, d- didn't want her on the show. She gives her testimony, and she absolutely tears, gives it straightforward. And she was very timid when I first watched her. What she was today was night and day, ladies and gentlemen, completely night and day. She came in with a fire. She was articulate. And the things that she's explaining to the panel was blowing their minds, and it's going to blow your mind, too, if you haven't heard this yet. And she's going to go have a back and forth with a couple of the Dem representatives that were there, and she's going to destroy them, too. This is worth the 10 minutes. Give this a watch. This is from my boy Methods over on Gab that got this today. Listen to what she has to say. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When you discuss, testify about ballots being counted multiple times, mm-hmm. What are you basing that um, analysis that they were counted multiple times? Okay. So, um, I'm sorry. So the tabulating machines, um, when uh, a ballot jams, it puts up an error. It'll say discard or recount. So when it puts up that error, when a jam occurs, the correct way to go about it is to discard the whole batch take the ones that have already been tabulated, put them back into a pile, put the one that jammed on top, and then discard it, discard the whole thing, and then rescan them. They were not discarding. So they were just rescanning, 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 counting ballots eight, ten times, just recounting them. They had absolutely no idea what they were doing. So you're, you're saying that they were literally open opening up the box, taking the ballots back out of the box, and then sending them through again? Uh, no. They okay. were just taking... So I want to be clear ballot, on this. Okay. So when a ballot was... When the error came up on the PC in front of them, and it said that a jam occurred, I would go try, because it happened so many times in the 27-hour period. Each machine, it did it 
between two and three times an hour. So, because these were folded ballots, they're mail-in ballots. So, um, when it occurred, that and then it threw up the error, you know, discard, rescan. As I just stated, you are supposed to take the problem ballot that got um, jammed, put it on top of the uh, whole pile, discard it because that's why the option is there. If you do not discard it, it is recounting it. So they would take the ones that were, say, say ballot number 25 had an issue. You had already went through 24 ballots. So you're gonna put them back all in a pile and you're just gonna rescan it. So it's counting those 24 again, instead of discarding those 24 and restarting. Oh. But that, I mean, that's what I was trying to ask. I mean, so they're literally taking, you're Did I saying, answer correctly? you're saying that you're, they're taking ballots that already went through the machine, taking them and scanning them a second time. That's absolutely what I said, yes. So help me understand, because I haven't worked in AV counting okay. center. I've been to my precinct, and when our ballots go into the tabulator, there's no access to them after they're accepted. I mean, they go into a sealed box. There's oh, no, no these ones, no, I, I've heard that too from other states that they do drop directly into right. a steel box no the steel boxes were behind them which i could say a lot about that too but i won't but they were using those for barriers for the poll watchers so they couldn't get close the steel boxes but no they were a hundred percent in the counters hands this all this this whole process they were allowed to do whatever they wanted to do i nick and uh, samuel that worked for Dominion, they were on the stage. They had a contract employee, me, and another one that was from Texas, I have his name right here, Miles um, Smiley, 90-year-old man there to assist with IT work. And he did not have any kind of background in IT and worked in and lived in Tennessee. So this man was just walking around aimlessly. You know, I was really the only one running around like, crazy helping these people thank thank you for that clarification i was not aware that it uh no and they I mean, were the machines responsible that, the machines they, i've been exposed to don't work that same way so i was just checking in on that senator tice so i'm i'm trying to figure out the whole line of everything here so you were trained to work with the equipment and the tabulators themselves correct and they were going to send you to the department of elections initially that is where so i was have, scheduled tabulators at the Department of Elections? That's what we're, that's the, the main question here, huh? Boom. Because I was trained on the tabulation and adjudication process and how many Caught. people just came up before me stating that they saw people walking in and out of that Department of Elections with ballots. Okay. As then, I stated, I was not supposed to even talk about this today, but I'm going as to. they're scanning, they have a pile of them, they're putting them through a scanner, and the pile, once it's gone through the scanner, is still fully accessible to the person Absolutely. who's doing the scan. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. They could scan them 50 times if they wanted to. Unbelievable. Any other members have a question? Senator Lucido? Yeah, I... I Senator... This, this is interesting. You were trained to oversee tabulators. Is that what you told us? I was trained to assist with IT in tabulators and at the adjudication process correct sir who trained you to use Dominion. your technique on the tabulators as it relates to the IT 
Dominion. Dominion did. Was it their representatives that came to the TCF Center? It was the owner of Dominion, Nick Economagnus, that came to the TCF Center, which is extremely insane because he's like the top of the top with Dominion, which is he's missing. When did you meet with him at the TCF Center to get your training? Oh, okay. So my training was in Allen Park at the hotel they were staying at right off of Southfield Freeway. It was November 2nd for one hour. The day before the election. November 2nd, correct. The day sir. before the election. Yes, sir. One hour training. Was it done by video or was it done with a tabulator? It was done with a tabulating machine and an adjudication machine in a room, in a conference room. And all we did was walk around it and um, nothing. We were given a binder. I have it right here from Dominion about all their image cast, about how their software uh, software works. I have every I have every Dominion employee here. I have the ones that were at how many were with the you warehouse. in this? Who, how many? Five were, total. Five total. Two contract employees, three permanent employees of Dominion. Let me just say this: there was one permanent employee of Dominion. She went by the name of Danielle. Her real name was China, which she told me later. She's the one who told me Nick was a part owner, which was confirmed later on. Um, she was acting very bizarre the whole night, would start crying, would start saying she couldn't handle being there. I saw the van come in at 4.30 full of ballots. That She left an hour before that, had someone pick her up. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, as long as we get her testimony, I would be intrigued to look at whatever you have Absolutely. through the chair. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Vice Chair. Vice, hold on. So she's about to get up and leave, but then the Democrats, because, you know, that was too much of a powerful um, testimony. The Democrats then step in and they're like, wait a minute, let's get in our our little knife stabs here. Listen to what happens here next. I have another question for you, ma'am. Please. Please. Uh, Vice Chair Irwin has a question. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chair. If I were to take a ballot, an absentee ballot, and I were to run that through a machine multiple times and that ballot were to be counted multiple times, um, is that machine uh, going to um, reflect those votes in the vote total at the end of the day? And is that um, ballot going to be um, recorded in the poll book eight times or something? I mean, what's the... Why, Why do you think the poll books were so off? Well, they were they were off a little bit less than they were in previous elections. So, unless no, your allegation off. is that they were off a hundred percent. Excuse me, excuse me, members of the audience, please respect the sorry. I mean, you asked me a question. And, what, do you, yeah, what do you expect the answer? Excuse I was me. hoping for an answer, but I don't ma'am. think I'm going to get one. Excuse me, I couldn't hear what was going on because too many people talking over each other. So, I, if you could please, Mr. Sure. Vice Chair, finish your line of questioning. I'd like to. Here the end of it, please. That was the end of it. There was just one. There was just one question, which was that you know, it, if this were to happen, it would show up in the tabulations being off, and we know they were. Do off. we know to what extent that they're off? They were off. Right. Yeah, we know that. So why are you asking? What are you asking me? I'm. 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 I'm trying to ask you um, if if Sir, someone were to go ahead. If someone were to go and run the same ballot mm-hmm. over and over and over again. That would that would end up showing up as a massive discrepancy, right? Did and we've, I say and we've added up the took discrepancies. took a ballot and ran it over and over and over again. You Just did. one ballot, or a batch of fifty. 
It, either way. I mean, the batch right. of 50 is going to be even more. If you one and you run it over and over and over again, yeah, people are going to notice that that one has been um, ran over and over. I had numerous right. challengers come up to me and say, what's going on here? One guy got thrown out because he right. took a picture of me. Sure. I'm just, I'm just wondering why the numbers at the end of the day aren't matching up with the stories that we're hearing. I'm trying to square that circle. And your, I know there's going to be an investigation of all of these allegations. Your question is as good as everybody else is in here. Yeah, there's going to be an investigation it, of all of this. Why isn't it matching up? We're going to look into all it's these not details. Matching up. Everything that happened at that TCF center was fraud. Every single thing. Every avenue was Excuse taken me. to commit it. Please. Appreciate your passion, and, and he, but the, his, he feels his question was answered. Appreciate that. I do have one additional follow-up. Sure. You mentioned observing uh, ballots arriving yes, sir. late. Do you, do you have knowledge of where they came from? I cannot say that for 100%. I do not know 100%. Okay. Do I assume where they came from? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Senator uh, McDonald, thank you. I'll be brief. Your testimony was very compelling, so I just want to go back to what I asked Senator Colbeck. Where is the Department of Justice in this? I mean, with, without arresting it, I mean, are they even looking into it? I mean, your testimony is unbelievably compelling. So I, I'm just wondering, where, where are they? Okay. Uh, I, I, your question is as good as mine. Um, I, so I did call the FBI on November 5th, and okay. I spoke with um, a woman for at least 40 minutes. Uh, the phone disconnected. She had all my information. Uh, she never called me back. I had to call them back. I, I, I haven't been contacted back since. Well, you would think that, did you contact anybody from the Trump campaign? Oh, yeah. I've Wouldn't they have a pipeline to the Department of Justice? Well, I mean... I've been talking to attorneys. What I said just now regarding the Department of Elections and how I was scheduled to work there, that is coming out. That is coming out. That, that, that will be coming out next week. There's a lot coming. I was not even supposed to talk about that, but there, a lot of people mentioned it. So you know what? I'm going to tell you guys about it because this is fraud. Okay. And there was fraudulent activity occurring there. Thank you. Your testimony was excellent. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Senator. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Uh, yeah. She absolutely killed it. She absolutely killed it. And the Democrat was literally sitting there like, well, if there was fraud, wouldn't it be just be so easily uh, just, it would be so easily, easily to, be to be found. It'd be out there, right? And she's like, yeah, but we all know Dominion, the way they set up their systems, they, they're, they're good at, they're, we think they're good at cleaning up their tracks, but what a dumb question. A dumb question. And they, they twist, they turn words, and she's like, did I say that? No. Then the ones on the left side, the ones that are, that are actually taking this seriously, where's the FBI? Where's the DOJ? She called an FBI agent, spoke to the FBI agent for 40 minutes, and then the phone just disconnected and nobody from the FBI called this woman back. And by the way, I'm seeing everybody in the chat saying, I hope this woman has protection. She does. She is very well protected. And the thing, the thing that was going on here that, that was shocking everybody, the, the election uh, commission board or whatever she was supposed to go, there's not supposed to be tabulation machines in, those, in, that, in wherever that's stationed at. But she was originally scheduled to go there and do IT stuff. But then it was changed. And she has all the proof for that. She was probably the, between her and Leticia, she was pro they were probably the most fiery 
of all of all the witnesses that came up there. And that's not to negate anyone else there. There's just some that were in higher positions. And she even said that the head guy from Dominion was there. She saw him there, which is why would he, why would you be there unless you're there to ensure certain results are the, are the, are the ones that come out the way you want them to. There was so much there. And I told you the guy, the chairman as a Democrat stand, he's just sitting there like this. He's literally sitting there like this, covering his face as if he has so many other places better to be than, you know, to figure out the shit show that is our 2020 election. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So that that's exactly what we were dealing with today as far as Michigan. And when I told you guys, when I was getting overwhelmed with so much, so much of the um, of the news, there was another there was another um, hearing going on out in Virginia, which I'm going to play a quick clip from there. Uh, it's just about a minute. Um, this Donald Trump retweeted this. This is I can't remember the name of the group um, that got this together, but either way, this was a witness testimony of a truck driver that was driving ballots across state lines, and nothing felt right about it. And well, after this, we'll switch gears to what's going on with Lynn Wood and uh, AG Barr. Check this out. This is insane. <laughs> What happened on October 21st was a series of... And by the way, this was the truck driver that was carrying the ballots. Did not seem like it was... Nothing seemed right about it. ...unusual events that cannot be a coincidence. I know I saw ballots with return addresses filled out. Thousands of them. Thousands. Loaded onto my trailer in New York and headed for Pennsylvania. At first... I didn't think it was a big deal. In fact, I thought it was really awesome. I was, I really did. I was like, sweet, I'm doing something for the presidential race. You know, this is cool. <clears throat> but as things became weirder, I got to thinking and wondered why I was driving complete ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. I didn't know I didn't know why, so I decided to speak up. And that's what I'm doing today. And he gave a 10-minute testimony that he was a subcontractor for United States Postal Service where he was literally driving completed, perfectly filled out ballots. In the, they call, they actually, these boxes are called Gaylord boxes. I don't know why. That's what they're called. They're called Gaylord boxes. And this is what he was driving in his truck. And his entire, he, he gives a 10-minute story of all the weird things that were happening. He's been doing this route for a very long time. He couldn't, he had to wait in a truck yard for six hours, couldn't dock. He had to speak to like supervisors that he would never have any business talking to because they're so high up. Then he was told to go to a different, a completely different state with these things. It was insane, absolutely insane. So Trump just wanted to point that out. So I wanted to get that all the way for you guys because you guys caught a lot of the, uh, the major clips from Michigan and the other one that was happening down in Virginia today. So you're all caught up on that. So while all this is going on, this was all just the afternoon. Right after this, Lynn Wood drops this tweet. And this is where things are, are getting to like to the point of absolute craziness. This Patriot Alert. Information being received now that Communist China purchased Dominion voting in October on October 8th for $400 million. 
efforts underway to verify if true. This confirms other evidence that communists intend to overthrow our government to get our precious land, not on our watch. So he drops this tweet. And Lin Wood, whatever he tweets out, he's a fiery guy. Um, you take it pretty seriously. Now, what I'm going to show you here is the breaking news of what this of, of China purchasing or having ties to purchasing Dominion. And this this right here, the only reason why Disclose.tv is on my Twitter is because I haven't refreshed this page. Twitter deleted this already, but I have it here. It says, breaking, SEC filings, the parrot company of Dominion Voting Systems received $400 million from an investment bank in Switzerland that is 75% owned by the Chinese government. US, UBS Securities is a Swiss investment bank which owns 24.99% of UBS Securities Company, a Chinese investment bank. The remaining 75% of UBS Securities Company is owned by the Chinese government, states the, states the report. And PDF documents confirming the above details were provided by Austin Security with an investigation solutions. So that's been deleted. And as that was coming out, as this was coming out, Linwood was going on a on a Twitter spree, on a tweets, whatever you want to call this. Sidney Powell and many others, including myself, have seen overwhelming evidence of the systematic fraud in the voting machine software. Dominion is controlled by communist China. This makes no sense to patriots. What is going on in D.C.? Same problem as exists in Georgia. Now, I, Trump signed that executive order in 2018 saying if there is any, even a, a whiff of foreign foreign intervention to change the results of our election, there is going to be major problems. He made the executive order in 2018 for exactly this reason, because he knew it was coming. He knew exactly what was coming. And Lynn Wood then got screenshots of this PDF because I just showed you Twitter is, is literally nuking any account in real time that shows real evidence. Lynn Wood drops this, tagging Trump, General Flynn, Sidney, Sidney Powell, and another person who I'm not aware of. The overall owners of UBS Securities, and it lists a bunch of Chinese, Chinese government entities and literally saying this adds up to majority of stakeholders. All Chinese government entities. You can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. Supposedly, Dominion tried buying, or China tried buying Dominion, or is a huge part of it, just in October. And this is the Gateway Pundit talking about it. An investigation to the SEC filings has revealed that the firm which owns Dominion Voting Systems received $400 million from a Swiss bank with close links to the Chinese government less than a month before the election. This was first reported by InfoWars, so we got to be careful with that. You know, it's InfoWars. We'll keep it at arm's distance, but if Lynn Wood's talking about it, I trust it a little bit more. The investigation centers on Staple Street Capital, which acquired Dominion Voting Systems in 2018. And the Dominion voting system operates voting machines in 28 states, which we know. In October 8th, 2020, Staple Street Capital filed SEC Form D offerings and sales amount of $400 million with the sales compensation recipient identified as UBS Securities, which is all completely owned by China, and was another gave another payment of $200 million, which was received in December of 2014. And again, just showed you guys of the owners of UBS Securities, and it's all government-owned firms of the People's Republic of China. And this is insane. This is absolutely insane. So what is being done about this? What the hell is being done? 
And I want to throw this little tweet out there because I thought it was interesting. This got everybody uh, everybody riled up. Ryan Fournier on Twitter says, Linwood is suggesting the president should declare martial law to hold a new election. I do not believe that is the route to go. My God, can you imagine if the president just decided to declare martial law in the entire country? Let the military come in and just do a whole new re-election, a whole new election? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's the best route, but that was uh, being thrown out there, right? So we've all been asking the question, where's the FBI? Where's the DOJ? Where is everything? And the news came out from the AP was the first one. The article I'm going to bring up here is from Business Insider. We hear Attorney General William Barr says the DOJ and FBI haven't discovered any voter fraud at a scale that would change the 2020 election results, right? And I just have to say this. When I heard the article, I didn't know where it was from first. I was a little discouraged, but then I hear it's from the AP. And I still see so many people out there getting upset over fake news articles. And you got, not, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call my own audience. I know a lot of you get out there, but there's so many that I see out there that are still falling for it. And I get messages and emails saying, did you hear William Barr says there isn't enough? We're going to look into this because I'm not ready to cast, cast, uh, cast my arrows at this guy just yet. So from the Business Insider, this is just give you guys a little, a little uh, appetizer of what's being thrown out there from the fake news. General uh, Bill Barr on Tuesday said that neither the Department of Justice nor the FBI have uncovered widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election, uh, marking a major break with President Donald Trump. Of course, they're going to instill this doubt and fear. To date, we have not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the election again. And here they are uh, referencing the Associated Press, the AP, which I just told you about. Barr is the latest major Republican official to defy Notice how they use these words to defy Trump by attesting to the lack of evidence of major fraud or malfeasance in the presidential election, a move that could draw the president's ire in the final days of his administration. Nearly four weeks after four, after most major news organizations projected president, I love how they use news organizations or they just override the uh, constitution. Joe Biden as the winner. And even after most states have now certified their presidential results, Trump continues to falsely insist that the election was stolen from him. So this was the fake news. That was coming out. And everybody, including myself, we're all getting a little upset about it. But again, you have to remember who is writing these articles and are they casting fear and doubt? And that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to cause division among the ranks. So we're hearing this. And as this news is coming out, Catherine Heritage on Twitter is talking about how no matter what, as far as Durham's Durham's, um, investigations, they're going to continue on. And apparently... Bill Barr has signed Durham as the special counsel to um, oversee uh, something going on with Mueller here. Now, we're going to get back to that story about Barr in just a moment, but I wanted to show you guys this because the timing of this was around the same time. You have to look at everything. When there's good news coming out, there's always counter bad news to get people distracted away from it. And this was it. CBS Heritage. Heritage. Order establishing special counsel, language matters, criminal scope, FBI, and the Mueller team. Mueller team is now being investigated, apparently, as part of the investigation. The special counsel is authorized to investigate whether any federal official, employee, or any other person or entity violated the law in connection with intelligence and counterintel or law enforcement activities directed at the 2016 presidential campaigns, individuals associated with these campaigns. 
and individuals associated with Trump admin, including but not limited to special uh, crossfire hurricane and special counsel Mueller. Remember when the mainstream media was trying to get this narrative out there that Durham's investigation was was narrow. That was the word they like to use, narrow. Again, to cast doubt. But we all know that Durham's investigation is extremely huge. It goes into other countries. They all, everyone knew that Barr, that Barr went and, I think it was with Durham too, went and visited Italy, Canada, the Five Eyes countries. All these countries are all involved with this. It's not narrow by any means. It's massive. It's huge. This is apparently why it's been taking so long to get done. So as this news is coming out, people are wondering, where the hell is the hammer? Give us something. Well, today, this comes out. This was a letter to the House Senate Judiciary Committee obtained by CBS News from Barr. Says he's expecting Durham to complete his criminal investigation by the summer 2020, but it was delayed due to COVID-19 and additional evidence Durham uncovered. So Durham, again, found more evidence and it delayed it delayed his uh his indictments, apparently. Barr said special counsel appointment was made on October 19th to provide Durham and his team with the insurance that they could complete their work. So this entire thing, supposedly, supposedly, this by any means, this is not putting Durham and Barr, this is not letting them, this is not me saying, okay, everyone, everyone everything's good with these two. I'm not willing to go that far just yet. But I'm saying, let's just see what happens here. Barr made... On October 19th, made special counsel to Durham, which the main purpose of that was to give him assurances and to help him complete their work that this would get done. And it says here, importantly, without regard to the outcome of the election. So that is good news. That is good news. So Barr put put this letter into the House Judiciary Committee saying that regardless, regardless of what happens, this is going to get done if Trump or Joe Biden ends up getting in, it doesn't matter. This is getting done and will be revealed to the public. So that's good. So that is good. But Linwood, Linwood was pissed. Linwood was pretty pissed about this, saying, Time to fire AG Bill Barr. Lies about Dominion. No action on Epstein, Durham, Hunter Biden laptop, or Wiener laptop. A stolen election now being ignored. We need patriots helping Donald Trump if we are to save our country and freedom at General Flynn. So the whole entire point of bringing this all up, guys is I want you to step back and let this story just ferment for a couple of days here. This came out just uh, this afternoon around 5 o'clock, only like about a couple hours ago. Let's look at the response from from Trump's legal team in regards to Bill Barr's comments about voter fraud. This is from Jenna Ellis saying, With all due respect to A.G. Barr, there hasn't been any semblance of a Department of Justice investigation. We have gathered ample evidence of illegal voting in at least six states, states which they have not examined, talking about the DOJ themselves. We have many witnesses swearing under oath. They saw crimes being committed in connection with voter fraud. You guys just saw a bunch of them on my show today. As far as we know, not a single one has been interviewed by the DOJ. The Justice Department also hasn't audited any voting machines or used their subpoena powers to determine the truth. Nonetheless, we will continue our pursuit of truth through the judicial system and state legislators and continue toward the Constitution's mandate and ensuring that every legal vote is counted and every illegal vote is not. And she goes on saying, just uh, just pretty much saying the same thing there. So this is where I want to put it. And we're going to get into uh, just real quick here because Bill Barr was spotted at the White House two days after the story broke. 
I am not willing to cast doubt on Bill Barr just yet. I'm not willing to go there. This story is fresh. It's new. I like to give these types of stories a day or two before reacting to them. But it came out today. I wanted to bring it up because everyone was all hellbent about this. And you guys can have your opinions about Bill Barr. He's bad. DOJ is corrupt. I'm right there with you. I'm on the fringe right now. Right now, we need action. We're December 1st. We need to see some action. But this was the picture. Bill Barr was caught on camera heading into a meeting at the White House. Very interesting timing. And remember, I want you guys to remember this too. This is from Anonymous Patriot. AP article comes out that Barr hasn't seen widespread fraud. Barr's seen entering the White House. Barr appoints John Durham special counsel, RE Russia probe, all within the span of less than an hour, and you still don't believe Patriots are in control. And that's where I'm with it right now. All these seems all these events seem to be too calculated for me. They're not random. They seem to be coordinated. That's my opinion. That is my opinion. I'm not just ready to completely bash uh, Bill Barr. And I want to read this quick thread in regards to what's going on here in the article that the AP wrote. Because, again, when you rip it apart and you really see what the article is about, you start to feel better about things, that you're being played again. So this is from Curious Camo. Read the entire article. Chain of command in Sydney is working tirelessly to establish just what he needs, not broad allegations, specific ones. And Bill Barr is very specific when he wants to go after a crime. And this is a screenshot of a Q drop here saying, see how clickbait works, logical thinking, very good stuff. Four clickbait came up this morning. Coincidence. Five, don't mistake silence for an action and don't believe the fake news. We talked about this on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Remember the call sign for Bill, Bill Barr's plane and where it was going? He went from D.C. to Georgia. To Georgia. Interesting timing, to say the least. And that was out on Friday. And also, the week prior, they were in Toronto, Canada. Dominion Intel HQ located there the week prior. These are all the pictures of it, ladies and gentlemen, of his schedule, where he was heading, of where he was going to. So, this is why I'm not willing to say just yet. Let's not drop the wrath on Bill Barr just yet, because I want to see how this plays out. Let's see how this plays out. Now, before we end the show tonight, I thank you all for crushing it. We, we made some amazing, amazing numbers here. Let me just hop on pilled real quick because be, what, what I want to do with the show, I want to find these James O'Keefe sound bites because James O'Keefe got some apparently months worth of these meetings, these morning meetings. Where Let's are we see here? Where are we at? Uh, I don't see a viewer count on pilled just yet, but that's okay. No power shots on pill. Just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Very good stuff. I want you to see here and pull up any of the clips from James O'Keefe because I know he's been dropping here. And yes, thank you, Todd, for uh, dropping these here in my DM. I really appreciate that. All right. So here, here's this is. I'm going to be watching this with you guys for the first time. And if there's another one, um, I'll play. But it looks like right now he just put out one here. Demi... Um, let me play this for you guys. Let's see what it says. Here we go. CNN will cover Trump. CNN says on Jeff Zucker's 9 a.m. editorial conference call how they, the Democratic Party, powerful interest groups, may determine how CNN will cover Trump not conceding the presidential election. I just want to underscore something that 
Michael said earlier about the transition and Trump, because I've been talking to a lot of people this morning on both sides, and I just keep hearing the same thing, both from Republicans who have not come out to congratulate Biden, but, uh, but also to those who have in the Democrats. And that is that we have to be, you know, news organizations have to be very careful and very responsible about not giving Trump too much of a platform on his not conceding because they feel the transition can go forward and you know other than the national security briefings which are critical to start now uh, they just don't want us to exaggerate that trump isn't leaving office and i'm going to have a lot of specific reporting on that later today but just big picture wanted to underscore what michael had said yeah, agreed. On the issue of why it's important to get the transition going right, um, the 9-11 report talks about one of the problems was that this, the, 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 the trouble that was brewing got lost during the transition. So if you want a good concrete example of what happens when you don't have a good transition, go look at the Twin Towers. Yeah. Wow. So I think that's an important point. Um, uh, I think it was discussed a little bit yesterday in terms of national security. I think it's really uh, important to raise again. I, I would I would encourage folks to think about you know that 9/11 Commission report and the lack of transition. <laughs> oh man! Well, that's interesting. And look what he says here. We have a ton more clips coming. James O'Keefe, much respect, brother. Much respect for you and your entire team. And you have a huge fan over here on Woke Societies. And I will play any clip that you have because we are all in this together, exposing, exposing these people, the media, big tech, everything. We're in a new generation, ladies and gentlemen. We're on a new frontier, an absolute new frontier. And I am so happy that all of you out here are to uh, enjoy this with me. So <laughs> I told you guys it was going to be an amazing show. I told you the show was going to be good tonight. I don't normally pat myself on the back too much, but I am tonight. Today was stressful as all hell. It was really stressful. So that is the show, ladies and gentlemen. So before you head out the door, please don't forget, head to my website at wokesocieties.com. I have my store here, which you're going to absolutely want to see. I have so many products for your friends, your family, um, relatives, whoever. I got T-shirts, mugs, and the Christmas ornaments. The Epstein ornament has been a huge seller. The Woke Society's Orange Man Rad, the Pepe ornament, the hats, the mugs, all of it. It's all here. We even got the V-necks for the ladies. Something everyone can find. All, All the Woke merch. And again, for the ladies out there, drunk wives matter. They do matter. They absolutely do, and they Trump one mug. Find yourself something for the holidays or whatever for yourself. And it's lit. when you guys do that, it supports my channel. 
and supports two local businesses out here in New York who greatly appreciate it. And if you guys want to go to a platform that is cheaper than a Netflix subscription on a platform that will never get taken down, go to wokesocieties.tv. Go there. You can sign up monthly, yearly. This is going to keep me afloat till the channel gets back on its feet and it is growing at a fantastic rate. In a few months, we'll be right back to where we were. This is a great way to support me and become a personal sponsor of the show. The replays are uploaded there and there will be exclusive content on that, on that channel um, as soon as I get some more time to do it. Um, I'm hoping next week. And uh, that's what we're looking at. So ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, tomorrow as well, I'm going to be on with my boy Methods on Methods of Madness from 2.30, East, 2:30 Eastern to 3.30. We're probably going to go over time, I can guarantee you that. And uh, it's just going to be another show. And if you guys didn't know, my birthday is Saturday. My birthday is on Saturday. And I'm probably going to be doing a show. So you, all of you guys can hang out with me on my birthday. And we can all just have a good time and do a show together as well. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And I'm not going to forget about the chest this time. I forgot the chest last time. And I had a troll, a troll douchebag saying, he never opens the chest. He never opens the chest. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I appreciate all the uh, all the lemons, all the money, all the donations, all the sales that you guys do. Um, you guys are literally supporting my channel, and we're able. I'm able to do this because of all of you. This is fueled by all of you guys, and it's only going to be getting bigger. It's going to be growing better, and uh, I am just so happy to do all this with all of you, and it's going to be great. So, let me get to some of the shoutouts for all my peeps out here. You guys are great. I think we got close to 4,000 viewers tonight, and I cannot be any ha- any any happier than that. Uh, why is Mama Bear? Thank you. Happy early birthday, Scott. Thank you so much for the diamond. Nick Mick, keep up the good work. Thank you, sir, for the diamond. And we got more here. Space Goat, again, just donated a diamond as well. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. Man, it's been a whirlwind today. It's been an absolute whirlwind. Yeah, and, I, and I, I don't forget you guys out in the Twitch chat, and I'll get in the Pill chat in just a moment. I figured out how to block uh, trolls. I got one of them. I just didn't have the time or the uh, patience to deal with the, uh, if there was any others after that. Um, I'm going to figure out mod the mod situation in Twitch. Um, I know little cats out there. I know Wheezy Girls out there. And I know there's a couple of you in Twitch that are always here, so I will gladly make you mods to give you that power to kill the trolls in the chat. My mods out here on DLive, you are top notch. Always, always appreciative of you as well. You guys kill it. You guys drop my links. Slur Giles, thank you, sir. Happy early B-Day. Thank you for the diamond. Thank you so much. I can't believe I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be 31. 31 on Saturday. God, I'm getting old. My beard's all gross. I'm getting a haircut on Thursday, so we're going to take care of that. We're going to take care of that because right now it just feels like there's an animal growing on my face. Super itchy. I hate it. Yeah, I don't want to forget about you guys out on Twitch. I know you guys don't like to be ignored. You guys are great. Thank you out there in Twitch land. And if you guys are on Twitch, remember, I don't know how long they're owned by Amazon. I don't know how long that's going to be. They're going to keep me on that platform. So get on over to Pilled and get over on DLive. That's all I have to say. Yes, we all want Trump in office, but there are there comes a time for common sense. Yeah. Desmara out in Pilled chat, you are absolutely right, my friend. Yeah, we definitely hit because we are at 318 on Pilled right now. And uh, we definitely have 4,000. Uh, I'll just call it 4,000 for tonight. So 
Gotta love it. 4,000, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I was hitting on my YouTube channel right before I got nuked. I think my last live stream, it was a live stream on Tuesday, and then my channel was deleted that Thursday. So what would my next show? We hit about 5,100 on t that Tuesday night before my YouTube channel was taken down. So we're there. We're a thousand away. Give it another month or two. We'll be right back to where our numbers were on YouTube. I am not worried about it one bit. Let me uh, make sure I don't miss anything else here. Space Ghost, thank you for the diamond, sir. And D Donkey, Donkey R4J34N was a mod in two Trump groups on Facebook. Well, you can be a mod here if you want. <laughs> it's fine with me. What I'm going to give you guys right now as well before you head out. Go check out my boy, Frank, at Quite Frankly. I love his channel. He, If it wasn't for him, there would be no Woke Societies. I can tell you that right now. I'll tell you that right now. Look up to him. I feel like he's got one of the best shows out there. Here's his link. He's on right now. He actually started around... I think he started around... Uh, it was like 10.50 or 6.50, something like that. Here, I'll even put it out here in Twitch chat as well. It's his DLive link. Robin Taylor, thank you for the diamond. I appreciate that. It's been fun, guys. It's been fun. Yes, Frank's been on for a long time. Frank's been doing this for a very long time, and you can tell. His show, to me, is top-notch. It's organized. It's hilarious. It's You get all different kinds of guests on there, perspectives. It's just awesome. For me, it's right up my alley. And uh, I just think the dude's hilarious on top of it. I love it. He's from New York. So, I mean, <laughs> you grow up uh, you grow up living in New York. I've lived in New York my whole entire life. <clears throat> you get used to having, you know, New York people around you. So, <laughs> it's just, it's really fun. And um, thank you guys. I think if Methods and, yes, Methods and We the People Insider, thank you guys for hosting my show. Thank you, man. You guys are awesome. Methods, we're going to have a great show tomorrow, man, if you're watching. I can't wait for tomorrow's show. Rudy Giuliani is testifying tomorrow in Michigan, by the way. I didn't even know about that until Methods told me because there's so much shit going on right now. I'm just missing everything. Absolutely crazy. Really crazy stuff, so. All right. We're going to hang out here for another minute. Let me open this chest before we have an anarchy in the chat here. All right. Chest will be open in 30 seconds. Slur Giles, saving up to throw you a ninja jet. <laughs> Sir Giles, you're the man, my friend. I don't think I've gotten a ninja jet yet. I don't think they've got I've gotten one yet. I've definitely gotten ninja guineas. I've been telling them though. Maybe I can get a hold of D Live. I actually I I applied to be a partner uh, yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. I applied to be a partner on D Live. Could take up to 90 days to be approved. Hopefully it's quicker than that, but we'll see. Wise Mama Bear, the luckiest followers, 24.8 lemons. Uh, Steven, where we go on, we go off, 14. Flawless in USA, 10. The Mandalorian, 17, 8.8. And Truth Teller, 7.5. So there you go, guys. There you go. Let me look at the top uh, top contributors tonight. Let's see. We got Space Goat, 400. Sir Giles, 500. Wise Mama Bear, 708. And it disappeared on me. Rai Rai, 1989, 1,000. Dizzy, Kincaid, 1,000. American Nurse, 1,000. Heather, 1975, 1.14,000. 1, Helen Love, 2.09,000 lemons. Dale Bear, 3.59,000. And top contributor of the night, Mr. JB, the third, I believe that's how your name goes, 8.4,000 lemons. 
you guys are giving to me and I cannot thank you enough. It's all appreciated. And that's going to end up, that's going to tie up today's show. We're going for an hour and a half today and why not? It's 1979. Thank you for the diamond. Love your show. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. So you guys will see me tomorrow on Methods of Madness at 2.30 Eastern. And I'm sure we're going to have a ton of content to cover. It's going to be great. Like, share, subscribe. Tell all your friends and family we are the news now. And until then, stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.